0: A very good morning to you, and welcome to Money Talk Extra on Radio 3, kicking off your weekend with some sound financial advice. This morning on the programme, we're going to look at some of the latest developments in the world of insurance. Jimmy Lamb talks to a Money Talk Extra listener who's had a problem with an insurance claim, and we're also going to discuss green investing. If you have a financial problem you'd like to discuss on air and receive advice from our team of experts, then please email moneytalk at rthk.hk. And do please take a look at our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. 2018 saw a number of events in Hong Kong that could trigger an insurance claim. We had Typhoon Mankut, cyber attacks, and health scares. One assessor estimated that claims from last year's super typhoon could exceed 1 billion US dollars, which would make Typhoon Mankut the most destructive storm in local history. In addition, medical costs are rising and attention is focusing on the Voluntary Health Insurance Scheme. I went to speak to David Alexander, Chairman of the Hong Kong Federation of Insurers General Insurance Council. Can you tell me a little bit about the Hong Kong Federation of Insurers? What does it do? Well,
1: this is an organization which represents the insurance industry in, uh, in Hong Kong. So we have around 120 members or so, uh, split roughly evenly between the Life and the General Insurance uh, companies. And our job is uh, not only to represent and lobby for those companies, but also to help in terms of education and information to
0: consumers and to the market. And what are the key issues do you see for the insurance industry here in Hong Kong? Well, there are so many, right? <laughs>
1: um, we've got uh, technology, we've got uh, development of the market, we've got uh, a new regulator, we've got issues of consumer protection, uh, and I think there's also issues around making sure people have adequate coverage uh, in this market, so citizens
0: of Hong Kong. And do people in general in Hong Kong have adequate coverage for the types of risks that they're, they're facing in their general day-to-day lives?
1: Well, I'd say that Hong Kong is reasonably well penetrated in terms of insurance. So, There's a lot of life insurance policies, uh, a lot of savings uh, policies there. Uh, but I think increasingly we're seeing a move towards more protection products, so more medical, more term insurance. And then on the general insurance side, I think a fair level of basic uh, coverage, so third-party motor, you know, buildings have insurance and so on. But I think the sort of more discretionary insurances like household insurance comprehensive motor is really not covered that well and uh, we saw that as part of the uh, typhoon mankut and Hato the previous year uh, that you know there's a lot of risk out there and uh, we really like to see people uh, uh, investigating this further and considering whether they should buy more insurance Um, now i would be particularly interested i think in in people investigating their household insurance so you know the building's insurance will protect the outside of your building but you know if something comes through the window and your house or your flat uh, floods, then you know, are you actually covered uh, uh, for the damage that that caused? And that could be quite significant. I think the other thing about household insurance is going to protect you against accidental uh, damage in your home. It's going to protect you against flood or other ingress of water and so on. These things would not be covered by your buildings insurance, so people need to be aware of this sort of thing.
0: Are we likely to see more of this type of issue arising, weather-related type events that could cause unexpected damage to, uh, to homeowners?
1: Uh, well, our view is that climate change is a real thing, and you can see that by the, the number of typhoons, the strength, uh, and uh, also things like the warming of the ocean, which is actually causing this. You know, the, the stats don't really lie there. And I think uh, this year was a bit of a wake-up call for many people that uh, uh, in the past the typhoon has been a day off. You know, you, you, shut the, you shut the windows, watch the TV or whatever. I think this time, and I was no exception... You were holding on to your windows and and hoping the water wouldn't come in, and I think that's a bit of a wake-up call for many people. And what we want to do is be able to... um make people aware of the coverages that do exist there uh, for their flats, uh, for the contents of their flats and uh, make sure that they have the opportunity to, uh, to get some cover.
0: So does normal insurance not tend to cover that type of weather events, climate events and therefore people would need to think about checking their policies and looking at whether they need additional insurance?
1: Well, I think just the fact in Hong Kong that probably 80% of households do not have contents insurance uh, because people don't really perceive the risk. And I think uh, with Typhoon Mankut it's uh, open people's eyes. Uh, It's not only household. I think it's also motor as well. So most people would have third-party coverage, or all people should have, because it's a a legal requirement. Uh, But not many people uh, upgrade that to a comprehensive cover. So if your car is sitting in an underground car park and gets flooded, then you need to have comprehensive cover in order for that to uh, to result in a claim. If you just have third party motor insurance, then uh, unfortunately the insurance or the insurer is not going to pay you for your car being
0: flooded now another issue that people are focusing on here is the issue of consumer protection there 's a lot of insurance scams and frauds out there. First of all, what are you doing to try and help protect the uh, the consumer
1: well I think there 's a number of areas so um, First of all, there's an educational aspect to it. I think, secondly, uh, there's putting in place some systems and processes to avoid uh, you know, these fraudsters uh, getting a hold uh, and, and getting into the, the market and, and uh, causing these problems. Um, but I think the, uh, and the, the final one is around consumer protection in terms of uh, complaints bureaus and so on. So we're covering all three of those. I think on the... Um, Preventing fraud, uh, we've got a, a new um, system which uh, verifies uh, motor cover notes, so there can no longer be a fraudulent cover note uh, once this is fully implemented, which is a, a big step forward. Uh, secondly, we've uh, started up a, a claims database so we can spot fraudulent uh, claiming activities. So some, some people actively go out of their way to defraud insurance companies. And the honest policyholders effectively have to pay for that, and we want to try and cut that out. So you know, people who claim the same time on multiple policies for the same loss or uh, every time they go on holiday – they happen to have a, a claim for a expensive camera or something, uh, which isn't really a loss. You know, they've just made that up. Uh, we need to to try and avoid this sort of thing. So people are covered for genuine loss, uh, and the honest policyholder is is not uh, overcharged for that. So the, the second area, I think, um, is around complaints mechanisms. So we have the Insurance Complaints uh, Bureau, which is part of the HKFI, where customers can go and seek some independent review of their claims if they're not happy with the outcome. Uh, if you know, their claim has been rejected and they feel they're hard done by it, then there's an independent panel, which is uh largely staffed by people who are independent from the insurance industry to review those uh, cases and come to a decision, a binding decision, uh, on that. And then the final one, I think, most important is education. Uh, People should uh, take the time to to get educated on insurance, and the Federation is very um, uh, keen on trying to help that process. So if you go to our website, there's loads of videos about all sorts of different coverages. If you want to find out more, Um, there's lots of uh, written information there, contacts... Um, In addition to that, we have a a Facebook page, uh, which is designed to appeal to perhaps the younger generation, but anyone can go there. Um, And it tries to make uh, insurance a bit more accessible.
0: And while we're talking about the younger generation, technology, is that making a big difference to the way in which insurance works? We hear a lot of things, for example, about blockchain being able to make insurance contracts easier and, and more secure. Is it changing insurance here in Hong Kong?
1: In many ways, yeah, yeah. So the uh, that uh, cover note system is based on a sort of a blockchain type of uh, technology. So we're already using it in the industry. Um, I think uh, if you look a little bit wider than that, you can see uh, technology being used in uh, distribution, so automatic underwriting systems so people can, at the point of sale, they can, uh, for a life insurance policy, they can have their medical history reviewed and get an answer very quickly, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, I think we'd also see technology as generating new business opportunities um, and new coverages. So, for example, um, the government is working on some... Uh, uh, rules around the coverage to do with liability of drones. So if you're flying your drone, you will need to have some insurance coverage in due course. And indeed, just cyber risk itself. You know, uh, if you're working in a in a company, then you're vulnerable to being hacked. You know, what sort of coverages can be put in place? And that brings on to another another point, which I think the insurance industry is keen on, which is trying to mitigate risk as well as uh, just pay out for claims. So, I think, for example, a cyber policy, you would see uh, quite a lot of effort going into uh, protecting or risk-managing the situation. And we'd see the same for, for example, employees' compensation. So we want to rehabilitate people who have been injured at work uh, rather than just pay out a claim. So trying to move insurance into a more of a service orientation rather than just being a financial transaction.
0: That was David Alexander from the Hong Kong Federation of Insurers.